Hey everyone, this is the Daily AI Show, and today is Monday, September 4th, 2023. Labor Day. Labor Day, yes. Yes, we all... uh, we all decided to hop online <laughs> and uh, do a great episode. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about AI and your CRM and the possible future for customer relationships. I'm going to hand it off to our resident uh, Salesforce expert and CRM guru, Beth Lyons. Beth, tell us about AI. How does it work with CRMs? And what are we going to see in the future? Okay, well, first, uh, shout out to all my trailblazers. Hello. Thank you. I was wearing it until five minutes ago when it's just <laughs> too hot uh, in uh, Washington, D.C. Nice. Um, so one of the things that we keep hearing about in AI and fine-tuning your own models and those sorts of things is that if you are possessor of data, AI makes your data a superpower. Right. So if you have deep knowledge in an industry or deep knowledge in a segment, deep knowledge of your customers, what AI does is power that so that you can get insights that the AI can find patterns in that humans uh, don't. Um, One of the things that um, and I'm sorry, I don't remember if. if it was in Paul Reitzer's book or uh, or the uh, Marketing AI podcast, but um, he was talking about, and it's probably not AI because he was a HubSpot, HubSpot guy, but he was talking about a story where an Australian tour company um, was looking for expanding their um, customer base. And the AI could see that Actually, it wasn't just tourists. Um, They also had a small segment of people who were coming home to Australia who were Australians who wanted to do the tour just to like see everything, right? Like do that kind of stuff. That was not something that, that was not a customer that she was aware of and it expanded their customer base. So that's just like a small story about the ways that AI can, um, can give your can give your product superpowers can can really expand that. Um, I will say uh, okay, so uh, I'll do my little presentation. I will share um, totally upfront that um, this is uh, these are shots. I'm basically summarizing this episode 11 on the Salesforce AI Day uh, show. Um, Salesforce has has its own sort of online TV studio called Salesforce Plus. If you want to know what people are doing with Salesforce, that's great. Also, um, Dreamforce is next week. So if you want, uh, you can register for the online version for free. And you can see the keynotes and that kind of stuff. And Sam Altman is going to be there. Um, okay. So that's where all this comes from. Um, just, just to be clear, Salesforce is not new to AI. Salesforce has been doing AI for a while. Um, it started in 2014. Um, Einstein GPT happened, um, Einstein GPT happened in 22, 23, but Einstein insights, Einstein search, um, uh, has been like longer than that, like 2021. Um, And really what that meant was that you could use natural language processing to ask 
um, the CRM to give you insights, right? So, um, yeah. So you could ask for uh, everyone who had bought this product um, within a certain time period in a way that didn't require your Boolean, right? Like <laughs> customer equals this, product equals this, timeline. Um, and that's nice because Salesforce has backend people like me, but they also obviously have front end people. And so the more natural language processing that you can put into something, the more user friendly it is. Um, and you can see on this slide, um, Einstein GPT, Slack GPT, Tableau GPT, um, and there are GPTs coming out for each section, each flavor uh, of Salesforce, each of the clouds, actually. Okay, ask questions if you have them. Um, this is just Salesforce is the number one AI CRM. <laughs> um, Okay, uh, we, we harp on this all the time, but every business needs an AI strategy now. And if you are a current Salesforce customer, Salesforce has you, right? There are a ton of things that you're gonna be able to do with Salesforce and some examples of, of things that the AI strategy can give you, productivity, business models, customer experiences, workforce tools, tools and skills and product strategy, um, again, because your data is in your CRM, you have such a leg up on other businesses that are um, looking for how to incorporate AI into their customer relations, into their sales process, that kind of thing. Um, but back to uh, a previous show when Brian said, if you do nothing else, go ahead and clean your data house, right? Like make your data clean. Your right. data is only as good, uh, your CRM is only as good as your data, right? Okay. Um, Salesforce has a core value of trust, number one in the core values. And uh, as everyone knows, there's a trust gap, right? in AI and there's a, there's a, um, it's a reasonable trust gap because um, Salesforce, it's not Salesforce. Salesforce does not hallucinate. Um, AI hallucinates, um, which really just means that AI is um, taking what we think is probable and going with that as opposed to knowing the actual information. And I heard this explained the other day, um, Junmi, um, mm -hmm. where somebody was saying, we do that too, right? Oh. Like we, yeah. do, we, it's, it's exactly the same thing of us saying, oh, you know, I read, like, I saw someone talk about something they read, right? And right, right, uh, right. and they were saying that you shouldn't feed uh, uh, peanut butter to your dog. That's, I have no idea. Don't use that in front like that's a hallucination <laughs> right and you go oh well where did that what was the study that came up with that and i say i didn't read the article and you say oh who uh who did <laughs> uh oh i was on tiktok right like i right. she had red hair uh you know, like 
You know, the person who talks about the thing all the time and is really funny. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. So we do this too. We just understand when we're doing it. We don't expect each other to be like completely accurate about everything that we say. Um, and we do in AI. And part mm. of that is because it's a computer and we're used to computers giving us actual information that's accurate. Um, and the other part of that is that AI um, tends to say things very confidently. <laughs> so yeah. those are uh, those are pieces. So there's a trust gap and Salesforce has this number one core value of trust and therefore they have been, um, they've been prepping for this, but they've also been rolling it out fairly carefully. Mm -hmm. um, and I've seen this 59% of customers don't trust companies with their data. Um, I've seen this um, stat happen in a couple different ways. Um, people think that AI, and you're gonna ask me where the thing is, and I think this is an IBM study, but this could also be a semi-hallucination. Um, <laughs> It's not a semi-hallucination. Okay. Um, uh, the majority of people, like 61% maybe, um, believe that AI can help their work, but mm -hmm. also don't trust AI with their data, right? So mm -hmm. we, we think that AI can improve our processes, but we're not entirely sure what you're doing with the data. So we're not using it. Um, what would you say is is there just a natural defense mechanism when it comes to uh, uh, that reaction? Why why it's such a, a big percentage? It's just people don't are worried that their data will just go all over the place. So is it just a is a, re, a realization? Um, uh, I, I guess what I'm asking is 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 there a clear defined um, separation between is this just a is, is this just people, natural reaction, oh, data, AI, it's obviously not safe versus the realities, what, what data protections we have in and, uh, you know, if we actually need those data protections? I think that it goes back to what we're starting to hear, which is mm -hmm. that people have dropped off use. I think people mm -hmm. don't understand what's happening. Um, okay. I don't think they know how to use it particularly well. Um, and all of that comes into a piece of like, eh, I would like to know more about this before I put sensitive data into it. Okay. And uh, Andy, welcome back. <laughs> Did you have a thought about that? Thanks for having back on, Andy. Well, yeah, let, let, let me jump in here without knowing much about what the final presentation of the Salesforce view of AI and CRM was. Um, so one of the key aspects of, of CRM is to segment your customer base. And Beth was talking about, you know, using AI to do more refined analysis of the, of the segments. And a little pushback on that is that, you know, um, just how differentiated can your communications be? with really you know subtle and nuanced segmentation now mm -hmm. i think it, it was a great example that you used which is okay i identified in a way that i probably wouldn't have seen that there was a cluster 
this is one of the key advantages of AI is to be able to cluster things. And I, I wouldn't have recognized this small cluster, it's a niche of people returning to Australia who are actually Australians. And maybe I would address them differently. And then my pushback is just how effective and, you know, like, am I really going to increase the lifetime value of that customer? Because I phrase it a little differently because I acknowledge that they're, uh, you know, a, an Australian or is everybody already seeing through all of those niceties about personalization, which is a key aspect of, of CRM, like have a relationship with your customer, personalize it, speak in their language, speak to them in a way that you know is going to have an effect. Well, I'm inured to all of that at this point. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't see the real dollar value of all of that. So I tend to think of CRM, which is clearly, you know, marketing, just, sales, and customer support as the sort of the, the trio of functions that are dealing with customer relationships. I see AI being much more interesting when it comes to automating that process. So we already have mm -hmm. in big CRM systems, we have automation of communications campaigns to various segments. A segment is refined as, okay, this customer bought this from me on my e-commerce site, and that's going to trigger a series of email and, and text follow-ups that happen through my CRM management system. And, and that is going to attend to them in a way that acknowledges and understands that they bought this product. And so that may be their area of interest. Now, what, what can I do with that? I, well, I'm going to upsell them. Okay, good. I'm going to upsell them, but I'm inured to that as well. I am turned off by all of the attempts to broaden my relationship. I'm really wanting things to get much more narrow in my exchange with them. And I mean by that, I don't want a full ongoing humanized relationship with an AI chatbot. And that's <laughs> what the CRM systems are offering. So I'm, I'm ranting a little bit, but uh, let me say that Salesforce clearly has been working on AI for a long time. Mm -hmm. One of the major, uh, you know, competitors for Salesforce in the in the sort of medium to large scale enterprise market is HubSpot. Right. And HubSpot has implemented AI across the board in their thing. So you don't even have to worry about AI. You're going to be able uh, already you're able to do content generation using large language models in crafting emails, in crafting marketing messaging and so on. Uh, they'll do you know, data analysis as well. They're gonna do call summarization if you're using calls. So all of the big CRM players and, and increasingly the smaller CRM players are gonna incorporate this natural language capability of LLMs into their service offerings. And I think mm. that's fine and good. But do I think this is really going to improve the CAC over LTV performance of companies? I'm skeptical. I, you know, okay. I really don't know that this is really going to get so automatic and magical <laughs> that we're going to suddenly spend more money. All right, I'm going to let I'm going to let Jimmy talk in a second. But okay. in terms of that automation and not trusting what's happening with your data, the fact that the automation can happen inside your CRM as opposed to some sort of other place, your, 
you're more secure. You're building on that trust. You're not exposing data and doing that kind of stuff. I'm sure HubSpot does that. Well, yeah, too. I can imagine a Frankenstein <laughs> system that I build in Zapier or Make. Right. <laughs> Taking, you know, extracting lead information from customer in, in inbound communications and doing something bad with it. But but that's probably not a okay, big so, risk. So Andy, I want I, I want to go back to to what you're saying is that you're uh, uh, you're you're immune to this expansion <laughs> of uh, of the them trying to build a relationship with you. See, I think you're the perfect use use uh, use case because oh. because what they're building out or what AI is guiding CRM to is those predictive analysis those and that personalization. Right. Your personalization is I'm immune to all the standard niceties and all of those kinds of things. So the personalization built for your profile or your persona in the it based on their data is going to be different. The emails that you're going to get is probably going to be something along the lines of, hey, Andy, five seconds of your time. Do you want to <laughs> buy this? No. OK, <laughs> we'll see you in a month. You know, and that and that's right. it. So you don't because you don't want a nicety type of, oh, how you doing, da, 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 and all that kind of stuff. So I, I think that's where that power really uh, is headed. That is the personalization and predictive analysis is they're going to just build customer personas and it's just going to be more and more detailed because there's just more and more data on people out there. You know, and they well, can just on, scrape, on a, scrape the web and find out everything out you want. I think you make a good point in, in an individual transaction uh, that I get with a single company, yeah. I can see how AI driven and, or expanded AI enabled CRM communications with me could get sensitive to and, uh, and understand if I gave it feedback, presumably, maybe they could start to inquire like, do you mind these communications? You haven't opened an email in 14 months. What, you know, I'm continuing to communicate with you. What did I say? What, you know, I don't know how they're going to, uh, you know, do it. But across the board, having many, many, many uh, e-commerce companies, uh, you know, prospecting uh, service companies, all of those companies inbound to my communications channels, I, I, I consider that fearful. Like if they're going to increase their level of confidence about communicating with me, I just worry about inundation <laughs> from all of these AI driven systems. Oh, so right. that, and believe me, I'm not a, I'm not a Luddite when it comes to technology. I'm very much into <laughs> it. But when it comes to CRM, like to be managed by a company as a, as a customer, you know, I, I, I'd rather manage that relationship with, with them. So now CRM yes. also includes customer support. So I really do expect that AI-driven customer support where I'm initiating the communication is going to be better for me. Uh, it's mm -hmm. going to be a little easier, a little more understanding, uh, eventually very much more understanding and, and much mm -hmm. more capable and competent in its communication in real time with me, whether that's through a chat bot or whether a conversational voice interaction with a customer support AI. Right. Okay. So all of those are, uh, are, are things that are, that are possible now and are continuing to get built out. 
And that kind of personalization, that kind of individual personalization really isn't possible human to human, right? I mean, like that kind of insight. It's hard to, it's hard to absorb everything that the AI can comprehend right. uh, as, a, as a human customer support agent. It's, it's very Unless we go back to like the days when like I had 15 people that I was personally responsible for. And I call you up and I say, hey, Andy, you oh know, how'd God, your daughter's man. graduation go? You know, and then we have that kind of thing, right? Yeah. If I notes know. are taken in that, then that kind of stuff could conceivably be automated. But the other thing is that Salesforce is really designed for uh, for large businesses uh, and large businesses that are becoming larger, right? Salesforce can help you expand that. And Let me say one thing that I think is really, really good about the CRMs adopting AI is that a lot of the things that we use have, have learned to use are going to be available to you through your CRM vendor. Yes. Uh, and hopefully not at a, at a substantial increase in cost, subscri subscription cost. So for example, um, call summarization uh, is something that we do and we, we enjoy yeah. because we summarize this AI show and, yeah. and, and the, the tools that we use, uh, not, not a CRM, but uh, it's a, a call summarizer are really effective and, and capture the essential points that are made in this in this multi-party conversation. So all of that is good. And you can see that Salesforce has that too. Is that right? <laughs> yep. It actually looks very much like read.ai if anyone did that through Zoom, right? So there's a video, there's these, um, uh, there's a summary of what happened. You can go to a transcript, you can go to action items, et cetera. Yeah. And, and another example would be, um, you know, your CRM is uh, going to be tracking all the email communications that come into your customer support, presumably, or in, into inquiries at an endpoint that you put out there in order to field product questions, for example, uh, and, and extracting data from that is an AI function that's that's you know going to be very useful. And you can plunk that information then into the CRM, not just the metadata about the communication and the full text, but rather, oh, uh, you know, this this is a point of information that's useful for my segmentation or for my communications or whatever else. And I'm going to plunk that now into my CRM database. Right. And the so there are a couple things, and we see this now in service a little bit. But the idea that um, that it's actually the CRM that holds the story of you, so it doesn't have to be the same person, mm. right? Um, or that person can leave, or uh, whatever happens. The other thing, Andy, I think part of what you're talking about that we uh, talk about a fair amount is if you have a system that is sort of predisposed to function badly, AI will just make that amplified, right? So if I'm saying, hey, friend, it's been a while since I've seen you. Don't you want to come back and see our all new mind mapping software? That doesn't feel like, hey, friend, that's not a, that's not a particularly helpful 
um, kind of interaction. Now, if I did want to come back, if I'm thinking, wow, my software is old and I want to get a new one, that's helpful. And maybe that's the business decision. We don't care about the people who are not going to click this um, uh, because Andy, do you, you said you're, uh, you're immune to that. Does oh, no, it, I said I'm inured. It's a you're inured. I'm not Sorry. immune. Not, I am inured. I, I have a, a wall of resistance to any, any attempt to be socially appealing to me. So that's my question. Is it a knock on the company? Are you less likely to engage in the company because they send you those things? Or does that just sort of go in the trash pile? Well, I'm, I'm much more likely to uh, block or stop those communications. Like if the company's texting me and they're texting me too much, and by the way, SMS is really increasing in terms of its value and its volume. Uh, and, and you really have to be sensitive to, uh, you know, closing off that channel to the ones that, you know, just don't resonate with you or, or you know, misalign somehow. So you click stop, right? Like well, you, I, I or type whatever. stop. <laughs> 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 Okay, it's technically a holiday, and my vocabulary is not the show. One of the one of the key uh, one of the key aspects of CRM is you know sort of the initiation of a relationship, right? And and that starts with the lead capture. So they want to get your permission, which they have to acquire, to email you marketing messages, and they have to also get a specific permission for them to text or call you. And so if they don't do that, they're violating the law, TCPA. And it, but it, when they do that now, it's very aggressive. It's like, I can't engage with a chatbot, it seems like, anymore without giving them my email. I can't engage with a chatbot without giving them. I'm like, I don't want to start a whole transaction and relationship with you. I'm just looking for some quick information about your company right. and, and your products. That's all I want. I, and I don't want to go any deeper, but there's this insistence now. Let's get the email and get it up front. And I would right. say that's uh, like, that's a pet peeve for me too. Um, I would say that's not necessarily um, a, a wise prospecting move at this point right. in time. So where is the enlightened and beautiful customer relationship management that I'm, I'm wanting to do? <laughs> where's an I, exemplar of yeah, that? Don't I worry, Annie. Know. Wait a couple weeks. It'll okay. be better. There okay. you the go. getting better. Okay. <laughs> All right. We've got a few I, minutes left. So we know that you're I, ahead of your time. I, um, want, I just, I, I want to highlight one more, one other okay. thing for Salesforce, right. um, which I think is kind of unique. Salesforce has a relationship with OpenAI, so that's built in. They also have hosted, you can choose your other flavors, Claude or uh, Cohere, I don't remember <laughs> who is Cohere, like what is their model? But you can also, if you are customizing your own model, you can have your own model as well. So th this is something that I think is fairly unique about Salesforce because all of this then is part of that. Um, I think is Cohere Beluga? Oh, Cohere may be Beluga. Thank you. I think so, yeah. All right. Um, yay. All right. I am letting this go. Uh, take us out. <laughs> okay. well, well, before you go, I just want to say Salesforce 
has the best presentations. <laughs> it's so compelling and so thorough and exhausting. It's amazing. You really hey, Andy, I mean, I'm them. all for a healthy debate flame war about who's the best CRM. <laughs> if you want to spend the last two minutes doing that, we could totally do that. Otherwise, I would really love to get both of your thoughts on um, what's, what's the next step. What do you think is is the next future step? What what change are we going to see in CRMs for AI, or AI is going to change in in CRMs? What are, what are we going to see in the next few weeks, the months, or a year? Okay, I'll, I'll say that I, this is my imagination, but but mm. I think that uh, eventually AI will be able to gently and with consideration. <laughs> inquire about what it is that I need or want from this company and create a profile of me based on my responses that will tune its communications with me. Right now, I don't see that side of the, the interaction. I don't see, and it's never been possible because it has that has to be a conversation, right? There has right. to be a, an inquiry and then my response. And I think AI can handle that. So when that happens, I think there's a new level of uh, CRM that's possible. I agree with that. I actually, yes, 100%. I think the technology is there now. I think there's more of a culture of sales that also needs to shift in this, a culture of like how this stuff happens, both from top down and like the individual people doing it. But I, I would agree with that. Um, I would also say what I see coming out is um, is the back end, because I'm a tech at Salesforce, <laughs> not an end user, um, is that the back end is also um, the, the back end is also created by natural mm -hmm. language processing, right? Mm -hmm. Same way that you can do with code interpreter and create a Python thing. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to be able to do a bunch more of that kind of stuff with any CRM that you're that you're with. You're still going to want people who know, just like with Python, you're still going to want people who understand how to do it the other way. So you know that what got built is efficient and useful and not full of mm -hmm. bugs. So, um, so you mean by that, for example, in a, uh, an automated email marketing flow where you're doing sure. sort of drag and drop campaign management, you can right. just say, hey, now design a, a campaign flow sequence that will, you know, follow these rules and right. boom, it happens instead of you having to actually build that. And there is an automation in Salesforce called Flow, uh, which is a backend sort of moving data, doing some things, writing data. Um, and Flow GPT is coming, is planned, is coming out, I believe, um, uh, piloting next month. Uh, I'm sure they'll talk more about it at uh, Dreamforce, <laughs> which you can attend for free on Salesforce Plus <laughs> next week if you would like. I don't work right. with them. I work uh, with them. I uh. for, for for years, long ago, long ago, I had I had a satchel that was given me at Dreamforce Seven. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Dreamforce mm -hmm. Seven. Go you. Fred, All right. Fred. Well, Spreading <laughs> CRM right there, let me tell you. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. We're a little bit over time, but thank you for joining us, everyone. 
uh, on this uh, Labor Day show. Thank you, Beth and Andy. Uh, that was a real nice uh, 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 spotlight on CRM and AI. Uh, our audience, please, uh, if you couldn't catch us live, uh, you can watch the replays both on LinkedIn and YouTube, uh, and you can catch us on uh, Spotify. And if you want to watch a few clips from the ongoing shows, check out our TikTok. And All right, you, everyone. I, I'm just going to say, if you have topics you would like to see us cover, uh, suggest them. We would love to know what you would love to know. Definitely drop us a line. Give us a comment. We definitely want to hear anything from uh, from our audience, uh, especially how well uh, we're doing. Uh, <laughs> all right, everyone. That'll be it for today, and we'll see you tomorrow. Take it easy. Have a good Labor Day. <laughs>